This episode of GameScoop is sponsored by Squarespace. If you're looking for a way to make your business stand out and succeed online, Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for you. They take the stress out of creating an awesome website, engaging with your audience, and selling anything from products to content to time so you're able to focus on, you know, everything else. In other words, you'll have more time for gaming. With the new guided design system, you can choose from curated layouts and styling options to build a unique online presence from the ground up, optimized for every device. And with Squarespace's integrated, optimized SEO tools, you'll show up more often to more people. Squarespace doesn't just make things easier for you. Checkout for your customers is made seamless with simple but powerful payment tools that allow you to accept credit cards, PayPal, and Apple Pay. And in eligible countries, offer the option to buy now and pay later with Afterpay and Clearpay. So whether you're just starting out or looking to expand your existing brand, be sure to visit squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com gamescoop to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. That's squarespace.com gamescoop for 10% off. You know, when it comes to wireless carriers, sometimes what you see isn't always what you get. Except with Visible. With Visible, what you see is exactly what you get. If you haven't heard of Visible, well, now you have. They're the wireless carrier that's making wireless visible. It's in the name. With Visible, there are no hidden fees, no fine print, no hassle, nothing to hide. It's just $25 a month, all taxes and fees included. And you don't need more than one line of wireless to save. You can save on a line all to yourself with unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon. And again, just $25 a month. The future of wireless is here and it is transparent. If you want more transparency in your wireless plan, you want to be on the Visible plan. Switch to Visible today and save at Visible.com. That's Visible.com. Monthly rate on the Visible plan. For data management practices and additional terms, visit Visible.com. What's up, everybody? Welcome to IGN Gamescoop. I'm your host, Damon Hadfield. Joining me this week is Justin Davis, Scoop. Marty Sleva, and Sam Claiborne. Did you say Sam Scoop? Yes, I did. We have a great show for you this week. We're going to talk about the Super Nintendo, or the SNES, as it is correctly oh, you mean the SNES. referred to. SNES. What's uh, wrong with SNES? We're going to read some video game poetry, but first... This is going right past it. Hey, we're going to read video game poetry? I said this is coming up later. Yeah, we are. Because it was National Haiku Day on Monday. Yeah. And I got some video game haikus. Yeah. See, Damon uh, thought it was National Kaiju Day, yeah. but he had so. misheard, so now we're making amends. Uh, the PlayStation Vita. Anyone remember it? I do. Yeah. I, yeah. I do. I've never played one. Pablo <laughs> Diaz in West Palm Beach, Florida, has some questions about the PlayStation Vita. It's been on his mind lately. Yeah. It hasn't it for us all. <laughs> First, he says, I graduated as a mechanical engineer in December 2016, and you guys helped in a way. Cool. Congrats. My university was 25 miles away from home, so I drove Wait, did there. Did he use our and back textbook? Several yeah. times a week. I kept entertained by listening to your podcast. I've listened for about three wow. years now, always looking forward to each week's episode. Thanks for the laughs and the knowledge. I really enjoy Video Game 20 Questions, too. Thank you, Pablo. When you land an engineering job, you're welcome to just send you know the customary 10% of yep. your salary Customary. to the yeah. show you listen to while commuting to school. <laughs> yeah, that's completely, in no way is that illegitimate. Pablo says, well, I'm writing because I've been playing games my whole life. I'm 30. I still have my original PlayStation 1 console, and I've had every PlayStation console ever since. I don't have a Vita because of the lack of AAA games, but I've heard they have good RPGs for that system. Mm-hmm. In a time where technology is always changing and improving, should I spend some cash and buy a Vita? I don't even know what games to get for it. And what if Sony's working on a Vita 2? 
I've seen the aqua blue version from Japan on eBay, but they say that the X and O buttons are swapped. <laughs> I also thought about getting a Switch, but I've never been a Nintendo fan. Which console is superior, Vita, Vita or Switch? I know this email has a lot of questions, but yeah, wow. that's what I've that's been thinking That's a loaded about. question. Yeah, there's a bunch of stuff. There's a lot to unpack. Uh, I think we should pass. So number one. The, <laughs> All right, moving on. <laughs> number one, I love the Vita. Uh, there will be a Vita, too. I think we're good. I don't think there's ever going to yeah. be a Vita. There is a Vita Lite, though. There's a Vita Lite, but I don't think you're ever going to get a console that plays games that the Vita doesn't. Tony's throwing in the towel on that one. I think so. Yeah, you I think they'll do the Switch style thing, where the next console will be a Vita that can plug in. They're more likely to go mobile to have certain games. What do you mean, developed. go mobile? Uh, as well, in, mobile, like yeah, like iOS, Mario Run. But, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Um, I was also a late Vita adopter. I got mine last summer, and I loved it. I thought it was great. There's like, you know, like we've talked many times on the show, uh, getting a console late in its life, even Wonderful. after its life, is That's great because so they have this entire library yeah, of great totally games. totally great. They're usually pretty cheap. I feasted on them for, what, nine months <laughs> until the Switch came out, and now that I have the Switch, I, I, don't, I don't really see myself using my Vita too much anymore. The Vita is the first home or handheld I haven't owned since, I, I don't know, the Sega Saturn, maybe? Wow. Yeah, I, I, like I, I had a PSP. Wow. I had a PSP and really loved it. And I at the Vita launch, I didn't now, hold on. You one. had a Wonder Swan. Well, but uh, you yeah, know, Neo I, Geo Pocket Color. Th- those are before Saturn, probably. Are they? Uh, no, I don't. <laughs> kind of around the same. No, time I don't think. Yeah, yeah, sure. Well, then, no, I did. But not. those are not main. Yeah. I would say okay. those are obscure. I had every Sega, consoles, right? Sony, Xbox, uh, you know, Nintendo console. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, if anyway, you, yeah. so if, I, I didn't like my like. I feel like you're completely like. Look at the game library, and if something appeals to well, you, there's no better time he, to jump in. But it's an easy uh, console to skip. But he also he said the word RPG, and this thing is an RPG machine. Not yeah. only in terms of uh, Vita games like Persona 4 Golden, which is one of the so best JRPGs. Is RPG an acronym or an initialization? <laughs> it's a, it's actually both. No, that's yeah. an. Oh yeah, wait. It can What's be it one called? an initialism. Uh, initialism. Yeah. We learned this today. Yeah, but it's this because of the Super of the Nintendo show. talk that we're we're gonna. It's not time for that yet. Uh, but it's what also it to, oh, uh, the Vita is amazingly okay. backward. Yeah, like you can download an incredible library of PS One and PSP games, which both yeah. have a ton of amazing JRPGs. So if you want to view this as a thing to sink your teeth into a dozen or two dozen incredible RPGs, I think yeah, it's totally two worth dozen. It. Yeah, between PS1, I mean, PSP, yeah. it's a really great RPG machine. Yeah, I will true. say, uh, I, the PS1 I, I absolutely love my Nintendo Switch. It's sort of, the, you know, it's like my <laughs> gaming uh, platform of choice. Really impressed with it. Really love it. If you've been a PlayStation gamer all your life, uh, I, I would probably not recommend getting a Switch at this point. Like, mm. well, there know, is if, you're, some... if you're not a big Zelda fan, if you're not really looking forward to Mario, I'm like, I mean, oh. if you want RPGs, don't get a Switch yeah. because we have I Am Setsuna, and I, that's it right now. Pro- yeah. Project Octopath Traveler is coming at uh, some point. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. Yeah, uh, yeah. You mentioned Persona Four Golden on Vita. Uh, one of the, well, probably just one of the greatest games of all time. Yeah. Uh, there's also two Disgaea games on Vita, I believe. Three and four are both on Vita, and those are great. And just like those three games would last you hundreds yeah. of hours just on their own. Uh, but there's also a, a bunch of other great. Uh, JRPGs, and then also lots of great like indie games on there, stuff yeah. like Splunky and you know, what is uh, a run these days? I've, I don't even know. I feel like, like you, you, yeah. you could probably get a I think it's, I paid like 150, yeah, 150. Last, last summer, yeah. so maybe they're even cheaper now. Yeah. The Vita TV could be an option if you don't particularly care about taking it on the go. That's that's yeah. what I like I said, I never bought one, but I almost bought a Vita TV because I'm like, I don't care about it being portable that much. Um, I don't know if they're still easy to find. I thought it was Did a good the PS4 idea. play a lot of Vita games too. No. Can't play any Vita games, that's crazy. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. 
that you have to buy a separate device yeah. to do like something that the Vita screen. Yeah. Goodness gracious, it is gorgeous. It is really, like, yeah. I, really I, even nice though I didn't system. know when I played one, you know, quite a bit through work, played a lot of Persona, and I like it's just incredibly beautiful portal. Into yeah, especially the original, the OLED ones. Oh. Uh, the other ones are are fine. Yeah. It's a little bit dimmer. You oh, can't the really OLED tell. ones are what I'm referring yeah. to. Yeah. I mean, the original looks better than the new one. The original screen is better and brighter. Yeah, but then oh, when it's slimmed so down, the the screen sort of lost a little bit of quality. Huh. But it's one of those things like you don't really notice unless it's side by side. Huh. Yeah. Uh, in terms of the uh, X and O buttons being swapped on the Japanese Vita, the buttons aren't swapped. It's just yeah. different. Uh, in, here in the West, the X button is usually used for your like confirm yes, yes button. And in Japan, the circle button is usually so used that's for That's just a yes. game thing. So if you're playing yeah. Japanese games, they'll be swapped, but yeah. Yeah. American insane. games are fine. <laughs> it's, very, it's very challenging to switch back and forth. Yeah, yeah I'm curious. I want to ask Andrew, since he played Persona 5 in both Japanese and English and Platinum both, I want to know if like that swap for him. Is that what Do you have his muscle memory? Like I cannot fathom how he beat Let Alone I can't either. Platinum. I can't. There's so many things yeah, that are very confusing in I English. Agree. They like, you know, the tutorial lasts for like five or six yeah. hours in that game because they keep <laughs> teaching you these different systems. Yeah, I have no idea. That's I so guess because he's played Persona before. Yeah. But if they're like, hey, meet me in the, yeah. the Shibuya subway. How do you know what to do? I don't know. <laughs> he doesn't speak Japanese. <laughs> How crazy is it that Microsoft took the ABXY buttons from Nintendo and just reversed them? Yeah. Oh. It goes B A X Y and one, and the other one it's A B Y X. Yeah. One of my biggest, so mean. one of my biggest pet peeves on this earth is the way that the four controllers are the same but different. Like, mm. it's also bring back the C button. Hashtag where, where's the C at? You mean the C stick or the four C button? No, I mean the so you had a side on. I mean one the of those. C button in uh, a Sega Genesis controller. Oh, yeah, oh, <laughs> that one. Old righty. What is it called it. when there's six of them? Is it A B C one two three? No, it's X Y Z. Really? Yeah. So they did that too? Yeah. Oh, that's trash. I've never played a six-button Genesis controller. Yeah, I did. They weren't around too much. Well, didn't they, they introduced them for like uh, Street Fighter, right? Is that what well, they were intended Mortal Kombat, for? Or? So Mortal yeah. Kombat, you had to hold like the center button and then press them to get the other functions. Like, But everybody played it. That game was a massive success. Three buttons. Your games are dumb. Do you, do you remember how you save in Link's Awakening, the original? Do you no. die? Is it start select? You have to hold down all four buttons on the Game Boy. Yeah. I was just playing it recently, and it's a very odd way to... Uh, it's still how you wipe your save files in Pokemon. Is that true? You just have to, like, mash everything. That's insane. That one yeah, game, one it's like, here's you save yeah. your progress, and the other thing is, here's how you kill all your pets. I've never. That's, like, an interesting bit of trivia, because I've played Link's Awakening many times, but never on a Game Boy. It's only been, mm -hmm. like, on various virtual consoles. Uh, I see. Uh, anyway, speaking of old games, uh, we've, we're hearing today uh, credible rumors that uh, Nintendo is planning an SNES Classic for later this year. SNES Classic, which I would say isn't too surprising, but you know they just dis they just discontinued the NES. You know when they announced the NES Classic, we all thought, "What?" <laughs> it's You're laughing that he said SNES. <laughs> no, it's something. That's we're, that's what we're going to talk about. <laughs> uh, we all thought that eventually Nintendo would introduce an SNES Classic. Uh, but then they canceled the NES Classic, so I don't know. I, I, I don't know if that was still people thought that was still on the table or not. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I still don't fully comprehend why they discontinued the NES Classic, considering so many people still want one and yeah. weren't able to get one. Uh, and only secondhand sellers ever. Sold yeah. Them. Totally. Um, <laughs> there's obviously a piece of the puzzle there that we're missing. Like, uh, there's going to be another one, or the SNES Classic. Like, the rumors are half right, and the SNES Classic is also going to have the NES games there. It's like something like. Some other shoe is going to drop. That's going to then where the light bulb is going to go off. I'm going to oh, that makes sense. But when I saw the uh, the headlines this morning, including including on IGN, I saw grammatical errors. People kept saying uh, Nintendo is planning 
a SNES classic mm. this holiday, and that really bugged me because it should be an. No, it's one. It's, it should yeah, be an yeah. SNES classic. But then I realized, like, I guess there are a lot of people who say SNES, even though yeah. it, it kind of makes my skin crawl. Uh, so I ran a Twitter poll this morning, and I think three billion people voted wow. in it, and it turned out that sounds right. Uh, sample size of the earth. <laughs> I am on the right side of history. Sixty-seven percent say they say SNES rather than SNES. Wow. We talked about this earlier. You can say NES or NES, right? No, you can't. You yes. can only say NES. I think I think I say them both. It's not the NES. That's not a thing. Nobody says I'm. I, what if it's singular? Uh, I'm playing the NES. No. That's what do you not call it then? I'm sorry. I'm just trying to get Damon Damon to say a NES. I know. That's what we're like talking about. That's that's one. Of, that's right? just one of the reasons why you can't. I, call I tried it to trap him NES. into it, but he wouldn't do it. <laughs> Because you heard me yell it across the office too much this morning. 67% is uh, a clear majority for SNES. But I want to say, it's not like it's some tiny, tiny, tiny subset of 4% of people that say SNES. I think we should always type those out, Super Nintendo. Yeah, well, Super Nintendo Super works Nintendo too. I just don't know. I th- apparently, it's more of the thing in Europe. People saying SNES is more well, European. Well, NES is confusing because people don't just say Nintendo. They don't say Nintendo Entertainment System either. There's not a good thing. At the time, we all said Nintendo to mean any video game, which is funny. Growing up, I would call it regular Nintendo. Regular Nintendo. There was Super Nintendo, and I would Super call Nintendo it regular Nintendo. Nintendo 64 and Super Nintendo, those are like obvious names. Like We should just type those out. Yeah. Or say them. I don't see why it, Super Nintendo Classic. You know, well, in yeah. hindsight, Super it's Nintendo one of those things that, like, when you're a kid growing up, you just don't even really think about it. But like, when you when you look at it in in hindsight, the name Nintendo 64 is insane. That's an insane name for a video game console. That's awesome. I mean, not really. It like, makes like it's just put 64 on because, the, because 64 that was back when system. bits mattered. Yeah, yeah. yeah. back when people sort of. But I mean, it, a that makes more sense than the Xbox One. Too. Yeah, they're all ridiculous. Yeah, we're still got, not. I remember the 32X came out before. The Nintendo 64. Yeah, I also I got so super actually a couple weeks ago on a show because I was referring to ukulele being inspired by games of the 64-bit era, and apparently we are still in a 64-bit uh, era wow. just by the way things work. But I'm assuming <laughs> each bit is a little bit more powerful than the bits were then. Yeah, yeah. yeah bits stopped mattering right around then. That's great. <laughs> yeah, um, that's pretty cool. The, I think a scary thing about the Super Nintendo classic if it could come out is that those the games of super nintendo if you look at the list of just rpgs like yeah. from ogre battle to final fantasy 2 3 chrono trigger like those four alone just take those or and earthbound let's add that yeah. in that is like more value than like any collection has ever yeah. had in the history of collections like they always put these like dinky games in collections and then a couple greats and, and the nes classic had a good mix it's actually a good third party like mm-hmm. i was surprised by, by yeah. what they and, did but this. it wasn't like it had final fantasy it, yeah. yeah which is Really cool, like Super a lengthy, Nintendo. huge RPG. But are they going to do that with the best six? Like, Chrono can you imagine Trigger? putting those all yeah. on the same? Super same Nintendo package? is a candidate for like greatest library of any console. I think it's, sure. it's yeah. my favorite console of all time. That and like like PS One and PS Two are very strong. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, this news surprised me too. Like it's um, probably going to be ten games. You know, that's what I was going to say. I, I definitely think the NES. I mean, it'll be weird. Nintendo is still, although there's no virtual console on the Switch yet, but they're still reselling people. You know, Mario One and Mario Three, and they still make money on those. But but those games are old enough now that the NES classics seem to be kind of like maybe not a last hurrah, but like let's let's sell these games to people for a sixth time. Like, but this will be it. Like the the Super Nintendo games, like they almost feel too new and too valuable to like throw Super Mario World or Yoshi Island or or these games into a compilation that they sell for sixty dollars or whatever the price is. I'm like, 
like they can still get ten dollars for each of those games yeah. on an eShop somewhere. Like, That's crazy. They, don't have an they feel more. They do. They feel more modern. And then the NES games, like all the games in that collection, I think people would have played at the time. Yeah. Um, but like, there's an opportunity with Super Nintendo to put in like these really expensive rare games that people love, like Earthbound. Mm-hmm. Like, but I don't know if they do that because like the audience now seems to be Toys R Us shoppers in November. Yeah. But I mean, I think most of the games we would want on this appeared in some form cheaper down the road whether it was in something like Final Fantasy Anthology or Chronicles or Virtual Console or, you know, a crappy version downloadable on iPhone like Final Fantasy VI. Yeah, I mean, I, I guess I, I can't even really articulate what the difference is. I think there's just a big enough gap between the 80s when the NES was popular that there's a nostalgia there. It's almost like, oh, it looks just like the old console and it's got the old controller and you'll you'll sort of fart around with those games a little bit. Whereas, like, if I want to replay Super Metroid, like, I'm so much more likely to just buy it on my Switch, which I know I can't yet, but um, like that's the way that I, I don't like. I don't want a box that plays ten Super Nintendo games. Like I'd rather have them on my 3DS. Like that's how I'd like to play Super Mario World. If you get thirty, Switch. it's totally gonna be. Uh, uh, it's gonna be like Air of the Acrobat, Bubsy, um, Cool Spot, Cool Spot. Yeah, yeah. it's gonna be like Joe and Mac, Chester Cheetahs, <laughs> Cheetos Adventure. Yeah. Whatever that game is. That'd be so... Yeah, Joe and Mac. There are bubblegum games, and I think that would be a cool collection, too. It'd just be different than what people probably want. And, like, would Star Fox be in there? That game's super hard to emulate. Well, the important thing is that 67% of people say (laughs) SNES. Uh, Monday this week was National Haiku Poetry Day. Mm -hmm. So I put out a call, again on Twitter, to my followers to send me some video game haikus that, like, describe the game or descriptive. uh, And then we're going to see if you guys can guess them. And also, they they impart a sense of longing and uh, nature, uh, you know, evaporating. Traditionally, a haiku is three lines of five syllables, seven syllables, five syllables, and traditionally about nature. (laughs) Uh, Although, apparently, modern haiku throws all those rules out the window yeah. can just be whatever so it's Kendrick just like Lamar's new album is entirely in haiku it's just slam poetry yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway uh, I have a bunch of great suggestions here this is from Nate Nelson we're gonna start out with some easy ones oh, wait so you're reading the haiku we have to guess the game and then yeah. we just oh. shout over him the whole time with game names until the person gets yeah, away. yeah pretty much Nate Nelson wrote in he's gonna read one word at a time eyes up guardian Destiny. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I told you we're starting out easy. This one's easy too, but one of these lines. Are you gonna, are yeah, you're going to read it. Sorry. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. Eyes up, Guardian. It's time to fight the darkness and also get loot. Okay, that's pretty good. Eyes up, Guardian. Get loot. Yeah. yeah I, I'm, I'm counting under the table each syllable. Yeah. No, this is new I, I checked. I fact checked. So okay, I syllabus. No, <laughs> syllable checked check all these uh, haikus. Dak Mescott writes this one in. This one's easy, but I one of these lines doesn't make sense to me. Fast is my main trait. Sonic. My color is the grand sky. Please make chili dogs. Oh, Sonic loves chili dogs in oh, the cartoon. Oh, okay. In the cartoon with Jaleel White, he eats okay, chili wait, dogs wait, all the time. But what about this? Uh, well done, Marty. Yeah. Uh, uh, <laughs> wait, are you making one up on the fly? <laughs> yeah. No, uh, Se- Sega fanboys. No, crap. <laughs> <laughs> I had I, I don't have the first line. I have the other two lines. It's okay, well, Sonic you, was never good. <laughs> no, that doesn't. That's six oh, syllables. I'll get there. I'll get there before the end of the show. <laughs> you can just say Sonic was good. Yeah. <laughs> nope, that doesn't work either. Uh, all right, here we go. Lines, We're gonna get a little harder now. They're gonna get a little harder. This is from John Smith. He says, "Fighting in the sand. Do you feel like a hero? This is all your fault." Ooh. Insane. Do you feel like a hero? Journey. It's all your fault. No, uh, you don't fight. Spec Ops. Yes. Cool. Spec Ops. The line. That's good. It could also be Fifty Cent. Uh, blood, blood in the sand. Blood in the sand. <laughs> this is from Paul. 
Victory through lines. Witness. Without, yes, the witness. Without gun, sword, kick, nor punch. It's all in the mind. Ah, and a, refer- and a reference to Parappa there. <laughs> uh, there's one from Asher Gleason. I like this one a lot. Through the fire I go. Don't forget the star power. Hero and the flames. Cool. You know what it is? No, it's like a death Life force. It, it's a guitar hero. But which one? Uh, is that the Dragon the Force one? Had, one? The, yeah. yeah, the one that. Yeah, had through the, the fire force. and the flames, right? That's great. Yeah. That's, uh, that's two uh, or three. Two, it, was, it was three. It was okay. Guitar Hero three. That was super cool. Yeah. Here's Sean. This one's from Sean Patrick. He says but he's Irish. A game of great fame, for its controls are the worst. Heroes deserve more. A game of great fame. Superman. Controls are the worst. Which one? Yeah, Superman sixty four. Ah, Ooh. the Krypton gas. Yeah. This is from Ryan Craig. He These says, are really good. I know. I told you. It's much better than Justin's. Finally, a poetry <laughs> yeah, segment well, in one of our shows. Uh, Ryan Craig. We're recording a show right now. It's very hard. <laughs> All right. This is a good one. Where did my frog go? <laughs> Down the hole, I find a tank. Must clear eight levels. Nice. Blaster Master. Blaster Master. This is from Falcon. For the love of blood. <laughs> what? A B A C A B B. Pressed. Get over here. Oh, Mortal Kombat. That's yep. awesome. Right. These are really good. Right? These are really good. Uh, Wait, but the ABA, was that seven letters? A-B-A-C-A-B-B. Wow. Yeah. That's really cool. This is from David Giltinian. Slimy and green dudes fight a dark, sexy lady. This is Battletoads. Marty hates this game. <laughs> <laughs> Marty hates this game. You made it. In, you're in a haiku. Finally, <laughs> but I'm in a haiku. I've now immortalized along my, my worst enemy. You are in a video game haiku. <laughs> It'd be like being buried alive with a dude who killed your wife. <laughs> that would suck. Uh, all right, moving on. How do, you, do you like it when their eyes come out of their head and just their I don't jaw like drops? any of that. No, I don't like any of that. No, it's like really funny because their jaw drops and their eyes go woo. No, but I've also I've I've firmly said that if a new Battletoads game ever gets announced at E3, that I quit. <laughs> I'm just quitting right there. Actually, we got a bunch of other good suggestions, but I'll, I'll save those for another. another I like time. these. Yeah. Uh, moving on, we're hearing uh, another rumor this week about a possible Pac-Man maker from Namco. Yeah. They trademarked Pac-Man maker in Europe. They have not confirmed it, and it is possible to, I guess, fake a, a trademark. Uh, but if a Pac-Man maker were to exist, what would you want out of that? This is really interesting because I've, of the hundreds of hours I've played of various Pac-Man games in my life, I've never like thought about making a maze, yeah. which it seems really cool to me now after it I read this thing. Cool. Yeah. It strikes me as an idea that sounds cool, and then the reality, I mean, it's the same as Mario Maker. Like, turns out people are terrible at making Mario levels, and like you have to wade through so many well. bad ones until you get to the good ones. And Pac-Man mazes strike me the same way. Like, it's a maze. How hard could it be? But the reality is if you're not a designer or don't like think about it full time, like they probably won't feel as good as the real Pac-Man mazes. You know what sucks about the new Pac-Man games is that there's too many mazes. You don't know what to compete yeah. on. So it's like you get like in the, mm-hmm. the newest championship mm-hmm. edition too, it's like, okay, there's this like in one corner, there's the, the default maze. Like then there's like 15 more. Like I, I want just like one leaderboard. I want to learn the patterns. Mm-hmm. I want to figure out that yeah. Pac-Man. Like I don't want to play a bunch of people's mazes. Exactly. <clears throat> it's also like, like you said yesterday, uh, it would be a much more simple, Maker game because there aren't as many like assets and characters and worlds and everything. You could make some like interesting like you know permutations of like 
Like when they went in the in Pac-Man Championship Edition Two, when they lined up all the ghosts, and it was like totally crazy. Oh, that was really fun. Yeah. But I'd I don't know. I'd rather have Toro Iwatani making my Pac-Man games than Damon Hatfield. No offense. Wow. That's okay. I, I'm not good at making Mario Maker levels, and I probably wouldn't be good at making um, Pac-Man levels either. Well, if Maker games become a thing, and I do, you know, despite my sort of criticism a moment ago, I hope they do become a thing. But the missing piece of that puzzle is much better curation tools. Mm-hmm. Um, Mario Makers were not great. It was too hard to find great levels, um, and I would be concerned about that in Pac-Man as well. Like, If they bake in, and I don't have the answer, but some sort of way where he, look, if you just want to play 10 great levels that are vetted by the community or vetted by a professional, like, here you go. And then they swap Should, yeah. out every however often. No, like, like, when you go to Reddit, it's curated, the, the hottest stories of the day. Yeah. Like, I would love that in a game like this. And, yeah, that is the thing that's always hold uh, Mario Maker or Little Big Planet or Sound Shapes back is that there are cool nuggets in there, but you have to put in a lot of legwork to find them. I kind of forgot about Little Big Planet, too. That was always my experience with that game. I'm like, I want to check out some users' levels. And they're just weird and dumb. And then I see people on YouTube, look at this thing incredible little big planet level i'm like yeah. why isn't that the one that's put in front of everybody yeah. yeah you probably need to pay an employee like if you're nintendo or you know uh, namco you probably need to just pay a person that like curates a top you know yeah. here's the best level every day like even with that like you're supposed to be pac-man the only goal in pac-man is to play for as long as possible if you're playing quarters or if you're not playing for quarters to get on a leaderboard like that's like you know so it's score based so like to be really good at Pac-Man you have to play it one thing over and over again and get good at it yeah. so I don't really understand what the point of changing the maze up is I like, mean I, I get the satisfaction that would come from if you designed a really cool maze and it went out there to the ether and all of a sudden that became the maze everyone was trying to be first place at and you made a maze where there was this awesome leaderboard of some of the best Pac-Man uh, players in the world like I could see that being cool if I was the person that made that maze, but I just don't see that happening. I don't think there's a community for it. Yeah. Do you think man is Pac-Man's last name? Is he like... Is there's he, a hyphen, he, right? No, because yeah. Miss... I think it, we don't know Pac-Man. what his first name is. So Pac-Man is just his, his... His surname. Okay, surname. Yeah. Interesting. Ms. Pac-Man. Why don't we call him Mr. Pac-Man? It never dawned on me till this exact moment how weird Ms. Pac-Man is as a name. Because She took his whole name. <laughs> and then there's Baby Pac. Yeah. Actually, she's they not called, even... Baby Pac-Man is called Junior in the cartoon, though. Yeah. I'm not sure I've played actual Pac-Man more than once. My, it's always been Ms. Pac-Man. Yeah. It's hard to go back after yeah. after Ms. Pac-Man. Yeah. yeah. It's really good. But it has really good cutscenes. Worth worth it for the story. <laughs> uh, Mario Maker was actually very successful. It sold 4 million copies on Wii U, which is... Wow. Uh, uh, a quarter, third? third of all everyone who yeah, wasn't it like twelve to fifteen was yeah. the holy crap, uh, and then another two million, yeah. another two million on 3ds. But would it surprise? So since that was such a success for Nintendo, would it surprise you that another company could even use the maker name in that context? Can yeah. they make a Pac-Man maker? The RPG even maker existed before both those. I guess them. Yeah, I guess that's true. Yeah, I guess yeah, that's true. true. Yeah. Just a thing. All right, yeah. well, good. Well, you shot, shot me well, down. We, we can talk about it more. I don't want this to be another short episode. I want to. What other? What else? Pronounce them Rupug or RPG. We talk like like uh, Zelda Dungeon Maker, eight bit top down Zelda Dungeon Maker. Yeah. Yes, that'd yeah. be awesome. That and that's awesome. what the full title should be too. Eight bit top, top down down. Zelda Dungeon Maker. They're actually this is my it's opportunity IQ. to name drop Binding of Isaac again. Um, mm. It's doing a cool thing where uh, the newest expansion um, people it got criticized 
for being a little thin on content. Like it didn't add a ton to the game, but what it did do was uh, it in introduced some maker tools and really friendly mod tools for people to make new content. And then the developer is grabbing some of that and putting it in the game once a month. So once mm -hmm. once a month, these little mini updates are coming out that are user made. So it's like, hey, uh, there's three new items in the game and one new trinket and you know a new boss, and they're all made by the community. And these little like it's sort of a living, breathing game now uh thanks to you know community power which is awesome for a game that's what four or five years old is it really that old now yeah so right well i don't know when rebirth came out but i mean it's been yeah. an idea that's been iterated yeah. on for a long After time Earth. yeah yeah well there's rebirth oh, so, then. The, so there's binding of isaac and that okay. was like a little flash game and then rebirth was like the whole the game program. like remade into like a real proper video game and then afterbirth and afterbirth plus so is binding of isaac your new what was it like bubblegum brothers or what was that game oh, you kept gumball dungeons gumball gumballs and dungeons yeah. um, gumballs and dungeons i'm still playing every day those guys didn't get shut down yet <clears throat> gumballs and dungeons is the best game on the android or ios app store you were Insane! Yeah. You should leave the show. <laughs> Better than Device Six. Play Better than Sword and Sorcery. Keep criticizing a game you haven't played. Yeah, I will. I played Device Six. It's really good. Play that one. Yeah. Um, yeah turn your phone off. Mama bear to Papa bear. Uh, let's check in with the listeners. Hey, listeners. Hey. Listeners, remember you can always reach us at the email address, gamescoop at IGN.com, just like David Phelps in Minneapolis did. David Twin says... City. David has a AAA conundrum. Oh, he says, kind of as the Nintendo Switch and Project Scorpio are both being released this year, along with two already v very successful platforms in Xbox One and PlayStation 4, gamers will have to choose which console to purchase their games on. If AAA titles such as Red Dead Redemption 2 are released simultaneously on Scorpio, PS4, Xbox One, and Nintendo Switch, which would you purchase and play primarily? Well, David... Do not hold your breath for Red Dead Redemption 2 on Nintendo Switch. Also, no. games Scorpio. on Scorpio and 1 are the same game. Yep. So you're not going to buy a Scorpio version of a of Red Dead. It's going to be the yeah. Xbox version of Red Dead. And if you have a Scorpio, it's going to look a little bit better. And if you don't... And there might be a Scorpions in it. There might be actual Scorpions. Yeah. Um, in, in, on Scorpio, it should uh, run in 4K, right? Yes. And then 1080p on Xbox Does One every game and have PS4. to run in 4K on Scorpio? I don't think we don't, know yet. I, I think yeah, everything's yeah, still sort of up in the air. It seems to be so, the big selling point, though. Yeah. I bet they'll aim for that. So this is... Uh, I think the really interesting game that this comes out uh, around is Destiny 2. Because Destiny 2 got announced uh, also for PC. Mm -hmm. And so Destiny's coming to PC for the first time. Uh, on Scorpio, in theory, it will look the best it can look on consoles. But on PS4, it will uh, have the DLC first. They have their marketing arrangement with Sony. Their marketing arrangement there. So like, people are now like, do I go where it looks best? Do I go to PC where it probably plays best in terms of mouse and keyboard, or do I go to where the install base slash DLC is? Yeah, that's really interesting. And in the case of Destiny 1, it was really significant chunks of content uh, didn't come to Xbox, and it wasn't like sometimes it's like three months. I think it was like a year. Yeah. And it was like uh, like the, uh, an expansion would come out that would have like three or four new. I mean, they have a dumb word for them, but they're basically dungeons, like three or four new dungeons, and then like one of them is only in PlayStation. Mm -hmm. For like a year. And then 12 months later, like, hey, uh, Xbox players, you have this thing now. And I played on PS4, and I always thought it was so odd and strange that Xbox players were left so far behind. Yeah. I know, like, uh, Sean Finnegan, who produces the show usually and is a big Destiny fan, was talking about how there was this gun that was released on PS4 first, and it was like a six-shooter revolver where one bullet was a one-hit kill, one of the six, and it was random. You never knew which one which one of the six. in the Hawkmoon. 
Hawk Moon. Thanks, CJ. <laughs> Thanks, CJ. Did you know you actually our, have to be a big Destiny fan? I was also fan. a big Destiny fan. Uh, <laughs> and so, like, that became like a metagame on PS4. People were like playing just that gun, and everyone was having fun with that. But then by the time it came to Xbox, they had like, you know, rebalanced it. Yeah. And so it was like a thing where, like, well, if you had an Xbox, you never got to play that sort of thing. And what so, about a Destiny Dungeon Maker? Ooh, I think uh, maker. I definitely think you know if you have a gaming PC, most people would probably choose to play most games on their gaming PC. But you're right, that is an interesting proposition with for Destiny specifically. Also, like I don't, I don't want to sound negative, but I think for big AAA games, don't hold your breath for a lot of them to come to Switch. Yeah, I mean, I love I, think, I love my Switch, but that's not what I got. The I don't think Destiny, for. Call of Duty, Red Dead, any of the big AAA Ubisoft games. I don't foresee them. Maybe what, I'm wrong. But what about our Raving Rabbids game? I think there's a good chance we're going to get some pretty Raving good chance Rabbids. Of that. <laughs> I mean, the Switch did sell so, so, so well in March that, you know, companies that, uh, you know, were kind of only dipping their toes in a little bit, like EA had, like, hey, we'll put FIFA on it. Like, I definitely think that I suspect that there's meetings happening in all the big publishers where more Switch games are being spun up. I just, but I still don't think it'll be. I just can't imagine those games fitting on a cartridge. It's not going to be a well, Assassin's Creed. It'll, be, it'll yeah, be different games. Different games. Yeah. You know, they're making they're making rabbits. They're not making like Assassin's the Wii Creed. type thing where yeah. there was a spinoff or anything. Exactly. Uh, the number one comment and the three places that I read comments on for my Disney Afternoon Collection review was, "Why isn't this on Switch?" I mean, yeah. And, and people's connection really isn't really that it's it's not really that that it's a good fit for the Switch. Like it's fine. Whatever, it's just a retro game collection. It's gonna have a virtual console. It's gonna have those games on it. But those games are originally on a Nintendo system. Yeah. They were yeah. Nintendo exclusives, <laughs> and so people are just like, you know, a, a little bit. Yeah, it's weird. weirded yeah. out by that that they're on oh, the only the other systems what, right what now. What does yeah. the Disney collection cost? Twenty bucks. That's great. Six games. That's, that's, that's a great good. deal. Five games. Six. Six. six? Yeah. Six. And I got a bunch of cool museum stuff. So yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think anyone who who Microsoft convinces to buy a Scorpio. Doesn't aren't they just going to buy their they're going to play their games on Scorpio from then yeah. on? I mean, like if you've the whole reason to get it is because you want that higher end experience, right? Like I don't know why you would choose to go back yeah. after you've made maybe that it's investment. like having a record player. You go back and you <laughs> spin a regular Xbox the game. Games just sound now. better. On <laughs> just warmer. <laughs> they're just warmer. Yeah. yeah, the only thing I could see is if people want to play single player games on Scorpio and then play stuff like Destiny with their friends if their friends are playing on PlayStation. Yeah, like that herd mentality for multiplayer gaming is a super real thing. Like, I played Overwatch on PS4 for no other reason other than, like, you know, uh, my friends were on PS4. Like, I well, there'll be a PS4 Pro 2, which will outdo the Scorpio. I think there's a lot more gamers, and then everybody will go to that. I, um, I, I, I think not, you know we buy everything, or we don't. You know, we're platform agnostic here. But I think a lot of Except people for the Vita. A lot of people are just like, I'm a PlayStation guy. Like, a new PlayStation comes out, and I buy the new PlayStation, and that's, like, my video game identity. And I think a lot of people are like that with Xbox, too. And so the Scorpio, like, we always spend a lot of time talking about, like, who's going to buy a PS4 Pro? Who's going to buy a Scorpio? I think there are millions of people that just, like, new Xbox? All right, I'll get the new Xbox thing. And don't, like, think about it that deeply. Mm-hmm. They just want the new most powerful yeah. device for the platform that they're invested in. Yeah, sure. It's time to talk about what we've been playing. Ooh. I've actually been playing a lot of stuff. So I'll share something first. Uh, I tweeted about this last weekend. I've been revisiting most of the Game Boy library, the original Game Boy library, and I beat uh, Donkey Kong 94 last weekend. After it was so a good. at the end. When you came over and showed me the ending, and then I watched it to its conclusion, Donkey Kong Jr. comes out at the end and takes like Mario away. Uh, right, no, no, no. Donkey Kong Mario- Jr. comes out, and because uh, Mario's captured his dad, 
And he's yeah. like gonna save him. But after the uh, credits roll, they all pose for a photo together with a mountain in the background. So, <laughs> I think mountain it, in the background. <laughs> yeah. I've also I played all the Mega Man games, which. Although none of them are great, they get more competent as they go along. The Game Boy ones, yeah. yeah. But they all suffer from like slowdown. Uh, but the actually, screens for those only have four, and then it yeah. does four more. Yeah, right? so it's, it's like always a mix of the other games because yes, they're yeah. Uh, but you know what is good is the Ninja Gaiden game on uh, Game Boy. I think it's Ninja Gaiden Shadow. Is it fast enough? It's a little bit slower, but that doesn't bother me. Okay, it's not as slow as the Lynx that version. Lynx one was so bad. God, I showed you, yeah. <laughs> Uh, but not as fast and as twitchy as the, uh, and not as hard as the NES games were. Mm-hmm. Did you know there's a Super Nintendo collection of? Yeah, yeah. I remember that. That's the really got in trilogy. Yeah, I've been looking for that card for a long time. It's a hard one to find. It's a good one. It's they updated good. the graphics even, like yeah. Mario yeah. All Star oh, yeah. style. Yeah, that's great. Uh, I am still playing Binding of Isaac. <laughs> uh, no, I, I always feel like I have a really random answer to this question. We like, need to come up with like a theme song for your Binding of Isaac updates every yeah. week. Uh, I, the main thing I'm playing right now is I'm trying again to get into Witcher 3. Um, yeah. I've tried to play that game. I think this is the fourth time I've started that game. Um, and I don't know. Like, Is it, it because it's daunting or is it because you just it doesn't click with you? It's not clicking with me, which, you know, again, if, I don't, if it doesn't happen this time, I'm just going to give up. But, like, what did, what did it was you showing me that whale video. Oh, God, that was so cool. I'm like, that's so cool. And, like, I really like Skyrim. Like, I like, it feels like it should be a game that's, like, up my alley. But for whatever reason, it just never clicked with me. So I'm giving it another shot. Well, in, in case anyone missed that, you just had an experience playing the game where you were on a boat, right? Yeah. And, and a giant a whale swam under you? Yeah. Well, I would gotten off the boat because sometimes these mermaids attack you. And I got off the boat. And, like, I, I was, like, swimming back towards my boat. And, like, I kind of saw the corner of my eye like a shadow. And I thought it was an enemy. So I panned the camera down. And there's, like, the biggest creature in the game, like, period. And like I know, there's like a space under me in the water, and you can like, you can see you the continent down. go off it, and it gets cloudy, mm-hmm. and you can dive, but like I never get like it's just kind of scary because oh, yeah. the monsters in that game kill you. Like there's no good monsters, so I look down and like yeah, it's, it's a full size like giant whale, and sometimes you see them dead on the shore, and it was like they're hinting towards this, and then it just like breached and like it went under my boat. I got back on the boat, I was kind of like huddling, and like in real life, my heart was like beating, yeah. and then uh, and then it just it just kind of swam oh, away. Like you or anything, and I didn't like know what monster. to do. It was just like a cool it's Easter sort of a egg. semi Easter egg. Like it's a little bit hard to find. And you just showed. I don't remember what you were talking about, but you showed me that well, YouTube. We video. were talking about being scared of the ocean. Yeah, that's uh, right. Some, Chloe, some other Chloe people here really afraid of it. Yeah, and I was like, this is a really scary, no. like virtual ocean thing. I yeah. think like that game is great. Not, you know, the idea of like being surrounded by water uh, and it's all black is very yeah. scary to me. It, it, Absolutely. Even in games, like yeah. going back to Mario sixty four, yeah. I thought the underwater yeah. stuff was scary. That eel. We, uh, this is such a, a it's such a nitpick, but it's not because it's a huge part of the game and you do it constantly. But I think the looting is really finicky and feels terrible. Like I feel like, I feel like I spend half my time playing that game, trying to like reposition myself in front of like a sack of grain to like hit the loot button and and then like it disappears and I need to go here. And then it's, it's a to loot and a controller. It's a to loot and then Y to loot all. So I'm like, if there's like five things to loot, I'm like a Y, a Y. There's a thing with that game where the first continent that you're on is not the big continent. It's a very yeah, small little, little area. White orchard, sort of like the beginner area. And yeah, like getting past that is really cool. So at least try that because the area, like at that point, I just said, I'm just going to go. Yeah. And you can just, just like Zelda, you yeah. can just walk. You can, and that's what's so wonderful. Like that's like the step between Skyrim and, and uh, Zelda is like you, there, you can just like look at that mountain over there, go there. And then there'll be a big griffin up there that'll just 
kill you. Yeah. So really I do cool. like um, it's very morally shades of gray. I like how that is, we're talking about a two-year-old game now, but it's morally shades of gray, but not even in like a really transparent like Bioware way where like you can do this choice or this choice, and not even in a way where like there are no good choices. It's it, the writing and the subtlety in it is like really really smart. Like I I found this like trickster demon, this trickster guy that was pretending to be a god, and he yeah. was getting sacrifices from these people giving him you know mold wine and giving them, you know, this food and he's fooling them into thinking he's a god. And when you end that quest, the, the, you can talk to the peasants and be like, hey, you should go. You yeah. have the option of just leaving or, like or, string you, them up. or you have right. the option of saying, hey, you know that there's a cellar under this church. You should go check out that cellar yeah. sometime. <laughs> and I'm sure everyone picks that option because it's kind of funny. They're going to go down there and find out that they're being fooled. But if you go back there later, those two peasants are dead. <laughs> So it's like you like I killed them because of the dialogue <laughs> option that I picked. But like would a goofs go wrong? Yeah, like that attention to detail of like, oh well, and like the world just being a messy, dirty, muddy place where like the peasants are just like they're just like you see a woman that's just like that's just cleaning the mud off her shack and it's just a terrible place. Yeah. I, I really like that atmosphere and that. And it's cool that you're just a monster killer too. You go to a town and you can be like pick up something off the board. It's like kill this monster. I'll tell you another that's, thing. That's what your job is. Last thing that I, I really love about Witcher 3 um, is that in every game I play a goody two-shoes. I always try not to but I can't help it. Um, but Witcher is sort of the one exception because I'm not me. I'm playing a character. Like in in Dragon Age or in another You're game, Geralt. yeah, I'm being myself. And, and Geralt, Geralt has his own sense of humor, and, and he like and which and they don't work for free ever, no yeah. matter what. So it's like this peasant that has nothing, and I'm like, dude, if you want my help, you gotta pay me. Yeah. And so it's like I that's my justification for playing a little bit more of a jerky character is because I'm not myself. Are you saying as opposed to like uh, Mass Effect where you create your character? Yeah. And you know, okay, okay, I understand. I mean, I know Shepard's still a character too, but you, pre I feel like you can project a lot more of yourself onto someone <laughs> in like a Mass Effect or Dragon yeah. Age thing. Gerald. Interesting. Marty, what you playing? Uh, I, Persona 5 got me hard. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Whoa. I, 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 it has, it has, it has uh -huh. me hard. I know, yeah. yeah. So I right. started I know exactly so I started it. <laughs> so I started it, uh, or I guess restarted, because I, I played like the first hour uh, when it came out, and then on Sunday morning... Oh, you saw most of everything. Yeah, I saw most of everything. On Sunday morning, I'm like, all right, I'm going to restart the game, because I sort of didn't remember, and everyone had been telling me, like, just get over like the, the four-hour-ish hump. You know, if your enjoyment of Persona lasts more than four hours... <laughs> <laughs> well, this was a problem because I turned it on at like nine in the morning and then it was 10 at night. I literally played the game for 13 hours straight. I didn't do anything else. I didn't eat. I didn't go outside. Uh, and Man. I was like, I don't know where the day went. And I haven't played a game that long in a single sitting since The Last of Us. Um, all I'm doing now is thinking about the game. I literally, I had a, a date last night that I postponed because I wanted to real go life date. a real life date and I was like hey what can we go out tomorrow I'm really busy because I wanted to go out on a date with Ann in the game and I took her to a lagoon and I listened to her problems and it's oh. really good and our confidant level went up um, I'm in the second palace now and now I have this actual date again tonight and I don't want to go on it this real world woman doesn't listen to GameScoop does she? she absolutely does hopefully not <laughs> but then also like last night I was like I'm playing the game and I'm like I don't want it I don't want to get drunk because I don't want that to influence my decisions because I'm really nervous about yeah. My time management, my resource management, and yeah. the, the personal stats I'm upgrading, and, and my relationships with these characters, but also making it through the palaces in the, the right amount of time. And this, this uh, yeah, I don't the, the game has me hard. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta pick a different phrase. Persona 5 is really, really good. I am still playing yeah. that too. But Sam, what you playing? Uh, I beat six games this weekend. <laughs> 
Ah, this is the afternoon collection. Beat six games this week. You're one of the two percent. Two point zero point two four percent of people beat all these six games. Well, the impressive thing is that you beat them all without ever using the rewind feature once. Oh, really? I use the rewind feature constantly. I was going to say what? CJ played with me on Rescue Rangers. No, I played Rescue Rangers, Rescue Rangers Two, Ducktales, Tailspin, Ducktales Two, and Darkwing Duck. Yeah. Which I don't really like, but hey, people that that read my review actually ended up liking Dark, Darkwing Duck a lot. So I don't know, people have fond memories of it. Yeah, but yeah, that's the Disney Afternoon Collection. It's uh, it has, as we said, some cool like museum stuff in there. For I know this is the only audience that's going to care about this because there's a lot of uh, retro fans that listen to this show, and that's that's really neat about this. It's also got couched in like this like stupid like Saved by the Bell after school. I thought it's like, great. Like, it oh, looks yeah. great. No, it's, it's stupid. It really totally works. Funny. Yeah. Um, but yeah, those games, you know, some of them are really good. DuckTales, DuckTales 2. And then Rescue Rangers, CJ and I, uh, producer of the show, had a great time playing. And we played a little bit of 2. Is that what yeah, we played? It's good to grief your friends. No, we just played it. Yeah, it's a fun griefing game because you can pick up, you know, Chip or Dale and, and just throw them in a pit. And... <laughs> That's really funny, right? <laughs> but all this stuff is made better because there's a rewind button. Yeah. And you can just hold the shoulder button, and it rewinds your gameplay like minutes. Like you just keep going back, and it plays the music backwards. Mm-hmm. And like you reviewed the rare yeah. replay collection, yeah. that that kind of introduced that. Yeah, yeah. As far That's, as I know, that was the only way I was able to get through Battletoads. Yep. Mm-hmm. Does every game in the rare replay collection have that? Even the 3D stuff? No, like definitely Banjo? not the 3D stuff. Only the, the only the really old stuff. Yeah, okay. It's just such a good... I mean, I know emulators do that now. I'm not really a fan of emulators, but uh, they... they uh, that feature is you know so cool it's so technologically impressive that we are in a place right now where we can treat a video game your your interactive experience like a movie mm-hmm. you can just rewind it and start again it's a nice awesome. compromise of course braid kind of did that yeah as the yeah because yeah. you still have to like you still even if even with rewind you still have to do it you still have to beat the boss like yeah. it's not like you get more lives or you get more like you okay. can rewind around bullets but you yeah. get yourself in even more trouble. Yep. Like when yeah. you, you notice that when even yeah. when we were playing, like there's just all the stuff flying at you, right? And you can rewind to a point, but maybe your partner gets hit because they're not yeah. at a good point to stop rewinding. Yeah. At. It's yeah. so funny. You it's totally worth it. <laughs> so that's the greatest thing with CJ. I took him, I had him, <laughs> I threw him in a pit, and then I rewound it, you know, to save him. But he comes back in my hands, so I can just <laughs> throw him in the pit over and over again, just bouncing out. <laughs> it's an even better trolling device now. Yeah, it's really good. Uh, there are two other things I'm playing. One is an iOS and it's coming to Android soon game called Card Thief. Oh, I know Card Thief. Yeah, Card yeah, Thief is I've good. I've been playing that. That's great. It's a stealth card game. Nice. Uh, it's a stealth game that you play through cards, and it's really clever, really smart. Uh, it's like two bucks. I recommend that. And then also out this week on PS4 is Flint Hook. And I've Dude, been that game looks so cool. With yep. that, it's awesome. You're it's, playing it? Yep. Nice. It's uh, it's got that. It's got that eight bit. Yeah. It's it's so it's like a it's a roguelike game. It definitely reminds me of Rogue Legacy. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's got a great pixel art style uh, and a really cool hit uh, hook shot like uh, traversal mechanic like by commando a little bit a yeah little except bit. you can jump okay um, the thing about flint hook that excites me just besides the game looking really cool like a stuff cool art you know cool mm-hmm. gameplay is that it, you can I can just tell that that's gonna be a game that's gonna be really entertaining to watch played at a really high level yeah like it's gonna be I don't know if it's ever gonna be a huge massive success but they'll it'll have this like core twitch community that does insane things in the game yeah. like Spelunky that I think will be fun to watch yeah All right, it is time to play Video Game 20 Questions. Our, our suggestion this week comes from Gabriel in Venezuela. Wow. Yes. Venezuela, okay. Does Let it, the does questioning <laughs> begin. Does your character speak? Yes. What? 
Does that mean audio, or does that mean like your character has text bubbles? Is are you asking Damon? No, I'm asking <laughs> you. I'm not happy with how you phrase that question. Well, call the cops. <laughs> this is game from after 2000. Call the police. The question is: Was it released after January 1st, 2000? Yes. It's probably not text bubbles. <laughs> Uh, okay, after 2000, I mean, I, is this on uh, like current the PS4, Xbox One generation? Yes. Ooh, good. Okay. Is this game a uh, console exclusive? No. It's not Uncharted 4, A Thief's End. Is this game uh, have you know a notable multiplayer? Yes. Okay. Notable multiplayer. Was this game uh, developed in the United States? Yes. Ooh. Wait, so it's, I, like, okay, so it does exclude. It's not a Ubisoft game. Yeah. Well, no, there's no. Because no, they're made in. No, I mean, unless it's Rocksmith. Yeah. It's probably not Rocksmith. Or, or South Park. No, that was. I mean, South Park 2 isn't out yet. Oh. South Park 1. Oh, because it's yeah. not this generation. Yeah. No, oh, South, yeah. South Park 2 is the only one developed in San Francisco. South Park 1 was not. Okay. Um, yeah, that's what I was going to say is it eliminates like all of Montreal. It's studios. not a console exclusive. So, what other companies would that be? I kind of want to, now that we have ge- geography, I kind of want to nail it down to a city. <laughs> That'd be s- silly. So wait, so, I mean, what does that even leave us? That leaves us with EA, right? Like they're the No, I mean, this, uh, there's so many studios in Seattle between Nintendo oh, and uh, Bungie, not Microsoft. Not a console. Yeah, so not Nintendo. Uh, Noted for multiplayer. Is, oh, yeah. this is, this a, a, is this an EA game? No. Okay. Um, you know, is it part of a series? Insomniac? No. Okay, so that, part of a that, that cuts out a lot. Yeah, that's a smart question. Hmm. Not part of a series, a one-off. Known for its multiplayer. It's known, oh, that's I forgot about that question. Known for its multiplayer. Is this... Uh, is this you said not part of a series, right? Yeah. Thanks. Would you... Like, do, is, it would... I, I want to find out if this is an indie game. I'm trying to figure out the best You can just ask that. I think we've asked that before. Is this an indie game? No. This could be Overwatch. Yeah. So that's just that's just what I was thinking. <laughs> this is not my actual question, but we can ask: Has there been just a ton of fan porn made about it? <laughs> is this a game that's only on PC? Oh, no, he's. Oh wait, isn't that right? No, we, uh, we already know it's a multi-platform game. Yeah. Oh, okay. We, did we ask that? Well, we said, is it a console? No, a console exclusive. exclusive. That's what yeah, I. Yeah, but they said no. Do that to us. That PC is, is wow. PC is not a console exclusive. So do you? If I say console exclusive, do you lump in PC? That's this is not a question. Uh-huh. Would you lump in PC in the phrase console exclusive? No, I wouldn't. Okay. Yeah. Oh, dang. You don't have to ask that question. I just thought that would help the Overwatch case. Multiplayer. I'm, I mean, is this a shooter? Yes. That's ten. Yeah, it's probably Overwatch. It's got to be. Over, I is mean, this, is this a Blizzard game? Yes. Woo! <laughs> Does it uh, have a strong uh, fan-made pornography? Yes. Yeah, it's Overwatch. <laughs> All right, yeah, it's Overwatch. We'll say that's 12 questions. We got, yeah, that's great. We got two at fat. With current generation games, it's just a smaller wedge, right? Like yeah. You, there's yeah. not as many need to talk about. Yeah. So you think uh, the more recent games are easier to guess? I think they're yeah. also just it's fresh in our mind. It's harder than, yeah, like, last true. gen. Where it's like, yeah. I think the, I don't want to talk about this, actually, because I don't want people to send. <laughs> you don't, don't want to You don't want to say what your weaknesses yeah. are? Yeah. Them out there, you don't want to give them any ideas. Yeah. Unbelievable. Do you guys think there will be an Overwatch 2? 
I don't know what the, the, what that would be, but now there's a Destiny too. So well, happens. I mean, I just yeah. I always assume, I'm like, yeah, Overwatch is a big hit. We'll probably hear news about a sequel the other day, and I mentioned that offhand, and someone else in the office is like, what? No, that's just going to be a game that Blizzard like League or sells loot like boxes for. Yeah, it's going to be like League of Legends, and uh, now it got me thinking. I don't really know which direction they'll go with it. Like a year and a half ago on Unlocked, uh, Mitch made Mitch Dyer, who used to work here, made Ryan McCaffrey a stake bet that there would never be a Battlefront two, and that <laughs> Battlefront would just be a service. So Star Wars Battlefront would be a service game. And that was announced this weekend that Mitch Dyer is writing the campaign for Battlefront yeah, 2. Exactly. <laughs> what a Lost great, the argument, but won but the won. war. Yeah. <laughs> what a great way to owe a stake to somebody. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. All of Blizzard's games, like Warcraft, got sequels. Starcraft got a sequel. Diablo got sequels. So I wouldn't be surprised. I, I mean, you know, it's definitely a game as service. Yeah. Maybe they wait a while, but I wouldn't be surprised if there's an Overwatch 2 at some point. They've been they've been toying around with single player, like almost Horde mode esque elements to Overwatch, but it's lacking sort of a big proper cooperative or even single player mode, which they could cool. just patch into Overwatch. But that would be a reasonable case to do like a full on sequel. Yeah, totally. I don't think we're gonna see that anytime soon. But I do think yeah. we'll get it too eventually. Marty, is there any there is some sort of some sort of news that's coming this week about something? Yes. Uh, yeah, when when, is, when do we go up? Well this yeah yeah. Well yeah this will be up what's today? Wednesday? Yeah, so tomorrow. Okay, so over the weekend we'll get some cool news and there'll be a big thing uh, happening next week, probably by the time we record this show, so we'll have a lot to talk about. So Look to the skies. The skies for some cool of Arcadia. Skygn.com. Yep. Oh, confirmed. <laughs> Look to the crimson skies of Arcadia. <laughs> Skygn.com is also Skygn.com. Yeah. But, but legitimately, it is. Yeah. We are not giving you a hint by saying skies of Arcadia. Or are or we? Crimson skies. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I would be really happy if there was a skies. I of wish it was crimson skies. Yeah. And Skies of Arcadia. Yeah. Either one of those would be incredible. <laughs> played Crimson Skies, have not played Skies of Arcadia. Oh, such a good RPG. Yep. Uh, was that on GameCube? Uh, originally Dreamcast. Dreamcast. And then it came to GameCube. It's just excellent. It's good? Yeah. It's good. All right. Who made that game? Sega. Sega RPG? Yeah. And it's not, it, We I know this because we're doing Top 100 RPGs as a big project right now, and that game is not, like, I just assume, well, surely every game is available on Steam or some yeah. modern platform, and I'm always weirded out when a game's just, like, trapped on an old console. Yeah. And Skies of Arcadia is like that. Like, unless you have a Dreamcast or a GameCube and track down a disc, you can't play it. Hashtag free Skies of Arcadia. You know, a mini Dreamcast would be actually a pretty good collection because a lot of those games are trapped on that. Wow. Sega has put out, uh, you know, it's Genesis. And it has kind of weird hardware, so, like, it would be kind of cool to, like, play it that way. Well, and also just, like, all the, it's just, it's a small but mighty library of Dreamcast exclusives. And there's even arcadey games in that, which would be good. Choo Choo Rocket. Easy Taxi. Yeah. Choo Rocket. Well, yeah, that's. And I haven't played any of those games, so I specifically. Virtua Tennis. Would request that. I mean, that was the arcade games were kind of its strength because they, they were uh, Sega was able to bring over perfect arcade ports. Yes, of big arcade hits yeah. at the time. So, yeah, yeah, Soul Calibur. Soul Calibur. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That'd actually be a really good idea. Let's go ahead and make, let's green light that thing. Did it, guys. All right, green light. Ship it. That is all the scoops we have for you this week. Remember, you can always reach us at the email address, gamescoop at ign.com. Thank you, Justin. Thank you, Marty. Thank you, Sam. My name is Damon. This is IGN Gamescoop, and we're out. Evil, super powerful robot. Evil. Super powerful robot evil. Super powerful robot evil. Super powerful. Evil robot. Bye 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 bye.
super powerful robot evil super powerful robot evil super powerful robot evil super powerful super Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts.